Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirma Daf Yom. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Kiddushin Daf Pei Amud Bet, uh, taking a look at Mishnah Yod Bet, uh, which is the Mishnah devoted to the Isur of Yichud. Uh, this is uh, A man is not allowed to be in seclusion with two women. One woman is allowed to be in seclusion with two men. We will see the reason for that distinction forthwith in the Gemara. Bishimon says, in disagreeing with the Tanakama, a man may be alone with two women as long as his wife is also there. They can all sleep together in a in a lodge. His wife guards him from uh, from doing anything wrong with any of the other women. A man is allowed to be in seclusion with his mother, with his daughter. He can even sleep with them um, skin to skin. If they become of age, which means if either he's the baby and it's his mother and he becomes of age, or it's his daughter and she becomes of age, then then they can indeed sleep in the same bed as long as they're wearing bed clothes. Now, my time, what's the reason for the distinction between <coughs> men and women here? Women, evidently, the assumption is that it's easier to seduce them and that they wouldn't mind having relations in the presence of another woman. Where do we get this from? Where's the allusion to Yichud in the Torah? Shinamar, in the context of mesit, of somebody uh, tempting another person and uh, inspiring him to do the wrong thing and do avodah says ki achicha venimacha If your brother, who is the son of your mother, shall uh, seduce you, shall provoke you, only the son of a mother, meaning a brother who is the son of a mother, does such a thing, not the son of a father. It teaches you that a son is allowed to be alone with the mother. But that's the only kin that you're allowed to be alone with. The only person you're not allowed to be with and you're allowed to be alone with is your mother. Now, Pashta did cry, what's the simple reading of the Pasuk? Because that's just an illusion. The Torah is saying, Certainly, if it's your paternal brother who's giving you ideas that you should go do Avarazara and giving you bad advice, we understand why, because he wants to get you knocked off, so he'll have a bigger piece of the inheritance. But even your maternal brother, who has no such uh, designs on you, because after all, there's no Yerusha that you share, Maybe you should listen to him. Kamash Malan, then even he you shouldn't listen to. Now, perhaps our Mishnah, which doesn't allow Yichud, in other words, the opinion of Tanakhama, that does not allow Yichud of one man and two women, um, goes against Abashol. If a baby is, uh, is buried, a child, or a who dies, then, um, if he dies within the first 30 days, then we don't have a proper burial and everything else. Rather, they just carry him out uh, in their arms. That's how he's buried. This is Sugi and Cotton. And you have the minimum people there, the one woman, two men to bury him. But not one man and two women. And the assumption is because of Yichud. Abashol says that even that's okay. So it sounds like Abashol says, like Rabbi Shimon, that one man and two women is, is not a problem of Yichud. 
No, the answer is Afilu Tema Abashol. Even Abashol would agree with our Mishnah. When somebody's died, you had a funeral, so Yitzhar is not so strong. You're not thinking about that, and therefore it's okay to be alone in that circumstance. But in a uh, in a uh, normal circumstance, he would agree with the Tanakam. Now, Rabbanan, so what did the Rabbanan say in Moed Cotton? What is their position and why do they say that even then you can't be alone? So, A man who's very sad, what is he thinking about, uh, about his sins? And so the Drasha is, even when he's mitonein, he's al chata'av. He's still thinking about sin. In other words, even at a time of great sadness, he still might be thinking about sins, and therefore has to avoid yichud. Abashol, what does he say? That's somebody who's complaining about God. What's he complaining? Right? What's he complaining about? After all, he should be happy that he's alive. Even that, it's a, it's a, is a uh, something you should be happy happy about, right? Rabbanan, what do Rabbanan say? They tell they they say yeah, but there's a story and take a look at Rashi. We we'll read Rashi together. He says. Um, they took a baby out who was alive when the assumption of the baby had died she said I have to go bury this child the child really was alive and she did it in order to go out and be in seclusion with the grave digger or the fellow who was going to help her bury him Right, so because of that, we have to worry even in circumstances like that. All right, the Mishnah continues said Isha Achat, which means one woman can be alone with two men. That's only if the two men are proper men, men of But if they're licentious men, even if there's ten of them, it's no good. There's a story about ten men who took their turns having relations um, uh, with a woman. They're prutsim. Yosef Teda Dimitavri Beasaro of Ganovik Shura Velomichsimi Hadadi. Mikhabri Beasara. Yosef says ten people get together and they'll steal stuff and they're not embarrassed in front of each other. So ten people who are sexually licentious, that might be a redundant term, uh, won't mind having relations in the presence of each other. So perhaps there's support for that idea from the following Mishnah in Sota in the first parak. That when the husband comes to the local Beitin and presents his evidence that he warned his wife she was in seclusion with the putative adulterer, the alleged adulterer, uh, they give him two Tamanicham to escort him through Shalayim. To, so that he doesn't have beer with her on the way. So that shows you that two men can be alone with her only if the two men are kosher. So he's not a kosher guy, maybe, but that these two are. You see, they have to be It's not that we need them because of Yichud, we need them rather to be able to warn him and say, listen, if you have beer with her, then the whole show's over, uh, and uh, there's no drinking, etc., and you're finished. Second uh, limitation is that the heter for a woman to be alone with two men is only in the city. But if they're on the road, you need three. Why? One of them has to go off to urinate. Then there's one guy left with the erva. 
All right, there's a general rule also about just safety and, and hiking and things like this. You have to have a big enough group that if one person needs to go off, let's say, uh, has to return, you have to have enough people to uh, to be a support. But here it's uh, from a different perspective, but it's the same kind of pragmatics, which is you have to have enough people that if somebody needs to leave the road, there's still no Isra of Yichud. Now, and we try to use that same Mishnah and Sota as support for this idea that when you're on the road, you need three. Because So you have the husband and the two, that's three. See, on the road you need three. No, the answer is, The reason you need two is you need two witnesses that if he does have beer with her, then everything's finished. Now, we have a story. They were walking on the way. Rav and his student Rav Yehuda. There's a woman walking in front of them. I'm really Rav the Rav Yehuda. So Rav said to a student, Get your feet away from the, the pit of hell, as it, as it were. Stay away from this woman. But you, Rav, said that two k'sherim are okay with a woman. Here we're on the road. There's one woman, the two of us. According to what you said, that's not a problem. Who says that we reach the threshold of what I meant by k'sherim? These are people of great sanctity. Not us. This is something Rav is saying. Rav, Rav says we can give makot based on the fact that people were in seclusion, but no consequences of Isr, meaning if two people are alone, we don't assume Bia such that the woman would be Usr as a result. So for instance, if a woman is alone with a Mamzer, we don't assume she had Bia with him and therefore she becomes a zone, etc. Rav said, Ravash said we only give makot, by the way, if the girl was single. Alright, aval biyichud de'eshet ishlo. But if it's, she's a married woman, we don't. Why? People are going to see that she got makot for being alone with the guy. And we'll assume that they, they're giving a makot because they had bia. And then they're going to start being motzilaz, that her kids are mamzerim. So if she's married, we don't give makot either. Marzutra malkiu machiz. Marzutra used to give makot and then publicly announce we're giving makot because of the yichud, not because of anything more. So he asked Ravashi, why don't you do the same thing? Give makot for Yichud and announce why, what it is. I'm concerned that people will hear about the makot and not hear the announcement and they'll draw terrible conclusions. Now, I'm a Rav Malkin Alotovashmuat. Parenthetic thing is that the Beitin gives makot when there's bad reputation, bad rumors about somebody. The rumors are abounding that somebody's been violating the law. Shemar Albanai Kilotovashmuat. This is what Eli says to his sons. I'm hearing bad things about you. Marzutra Motivla Afsira Al Katfe. Marzutra, what he would do in such a case. <clears throat> when uh would have to give makot based on uh, a bad rumor or a bad uh, uh bad uh, uh um he would um he would put a cord around the shoulders of the guy and he would say albanai so in other words everybody would see when he was getting makot that the makot were because of lotova hashmua um okay um, if a woman's husband is in the city, you can be alone with the woman, and that's no problem. A second piece, which is, if the door is open, you're in a house and the door is open, um, then, uh, then indeed that is not a problem of Yichud. Now, Rav Bibi, who was the son of Abaye, came to Rav Yosef's 
house. Bata the Karchrifta after they ate food, Amalui said, Shkulu Darga Bibi. Said, take the, the stair they were up on upstairs. He said, Take the ladder away from Bibi. Why? Because there's women underneath. So we said, Ah, if the husband's in the city of Yosef's there, the concerns of Yosef's wife. That since Rabibi was friendly with Rav Yosef's wife's family and he had some sort of relationship with them, they were too intimate. Therefore, in that case, we do not allow them to be alone, even if the husband's in the city. This kind of context where the men are on the outside, in the outside room, and the women are in the inside room. There's no problem of yichud because there's no way to get in there without going through the men's room. You're not going to do that. But if the men are on the inside, the women are on the outside, then because the concern is one of the men could leave the room and go to the outer room where the women are. Manita Tana Ipcha. A Braita had the exact opposite teaching that the problem is only if the women are on the inside um, and the men are on the outside because the concern is that one of the men will go in and, and uh, the, the other men won't even notice it, uh, but it won't happen in the other direction. So now, Amar Abaye, Abaye said, the Amar of Kahana Hachi, since Rav Kahana taught that way, that if the men are on the outside, it's okay, but the women are, men are on the inside, it's not. And then, in the uh, bright that had the opposite, Ananavi Luchumra, I'm going to do both, and I will be Machmir, and in no case will I uh, will I participate, whether I'm on the inside with men and women are on the outside, or vice versa. Abaye Dayar Gulfi. Abaye used to say that the um, the worst time of the year is the uh, um, is the uh, sorry. Abaye said um, that he would use like a partition. Uh, using drugs. In other words, when men and women were together, he would make some sort of mechitza made out of drugs. And uh, Rav, as we can say, as we see, Dyer um, Kana, <clears throat> uh, he would take canes and he would make some sort of mechitza. Okay, Amravin. Sakva Deshata, the worst part of the year is Rigla, is the Regal. That's all the men and women get together and it leads to all sorts of things. Now we hear a story. Hanech Shvuyata Datoilan Hardea, there were a group of captive women brought to Nardea. Askinu of Amram Chasida. They brought them to the house of Rav Amram Chasida. He was a very pious man. Ashkulu Dargami Kamayu. They took the, the, the ladder out from under them. So one of them was passing him and the light fell on, on her. And she was evidently very beautiful. Shakra of Amram Ladargo of Amram took the ladder to Lahavi Yachlin Basar Ten men couldn't move this ladder. The women were up on a higher level. The ten men couldn't have lifted this ladder. Dalyal Khuda, he was so overpowered by this desire that he lifted it himself. Salik Vyazil, he started climbing up the ladder. Kimato the Palga Dargo, when he got halfway up, Ifshach, he stopped. Ramakala yelled out, Nura Bay Amram. He said, There's a fire in Amram's house. After Abundance, all the, all the students came in. Amr like Sifitan, you've embarrassed us. Better that our Beit Midrash should be embarrassed. That our teacher was about to do something. Better that than you should be ashamed in the world to come that I actually did something. So I stopped myself by crying help. <coughs> um, he uh, he made a shvua that the uh, that the Yitzhar should leave him. All right, and what happened? This is Rav Amram Chasida. Um,
Nafak mineki amudinur. It shot out of him like a like a pillar of fire. Amar lechazit. See it. Da'at nura va'ana bisra. You see that you're fire, but I'm flesh. Nonetheless, I'm stronger than you. You're fire. You should be able to consume me, but I'm stronger than you. The power of the will. Rameir used to make fun of people who sinned. Satan showed up, the Yitzhar showed up to him like a Ulukna on the other side of a river. Evidently very beautiful. There was no way to get over, no ferry. He took in his hands a um a uh, a rope and he started to go across the river. This is Rameir, because this woman is so beautiful. Kimatya Palga Metsrashavke. When he got halfway over, he let it go. Amar Ilav the Kamachos Rakia Izar Rameir Torato. If they had not announced in Rakia, you better leave Rameir alone. Rameir and his Torah alone. Shavita the Domach Tartimei. Then you would have ended up. Um, uh, then I would have valued your life at Tumaz. In other words, the Satan said to them, they told me that I better leave you alone, otherwise I would have nailed you. All right? So we're going to hear similar stories like that. Um, Plimo, a famous story about Plimo. Have a ragil, sorry, there's a story about Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, he used to also make fun of people who sinned. In other words, what's happening is these chacham are learning, it's very easy to make fun of people who sin, but when you're put in that position, it's not so easy to resist temptation. saw the Satan in the image of a beautiful woman on top of a tree. Nakte the dikla of a kasalik vazil, he started climbing up the tree. Kimato the palge the dikla shavke. Halfway up, the Satan left. He loved Machazu Rakia, he's our Rakiva Torato, if they had not announced in Rakia and then Shamayim, leave Rabbi Kiva and his Torah alone. Shavita the Domach Tartime, I would have made your life worth two ma'ah, in other words, I would have taken you. I saw about Plimo. Plimo have a ragil lememar kolyoma. He used to say, Gire be'ena the Satan, an arrow in the eye of the Satan. He used to say that every day. Yomachad mala yomad kipuri One time was Ervim Kippur. Inmilei ka'anya, the Satan, appeared to him like a poor man. Ata karabave, knocked on the door. Afikulei rifte, brought up bread. Amale yomakia inna kulei alma givoi. Vana abroi. He said, everybody else, the poor man, as it were, said, everybody else is sitting outside, and I have to sit outside? He brought food outside for him. So he begged to be able to come into Plimo's house. So they brought him in. They brought him bread. Everybody else is sitting around the table. I'm sitting alone. They brought him to the table. They brought him a tray. So he sat, and he was behaving, uh, and he looked uh, like a poor man with all these sores, and he was dis- behaving in a very inappropriate fashion. Uh, perhaps he was... Uh, Lack of etiquette, shall we call it? And um, so they said to him, "Team Shopper, sit nicely. You're at our table." Like give me a cup. And then he behaved like a real uh, gross person, kept demanding his way in. Yavulekosa, they gave him a cup. Achmar He then spit into it. Nachrube, they yelled at him. Shaka umit. And what happened? He um, he fell over and he died. So there's all an image to get Plimo upset. Shamud of Akamri, the word went out that said, Plumu Katal Gavra, Plimo, Plimo Katal Gavra, Plimo killed a man. Plimo Katal Gavra. Arak Vatasha Nafshe Betakise, Plimo ran away. He was so upset by this, he ran away to the outhouse. Azul Batre Nafal Kameh. And, um, 
and the Satan fell, uh, followed him and said, uh, he, he saw how much he was suffering, he fell in front of him, and uh, he said, I'm the Satan. He told him the story. So why'd you do this? What should I have said? Oh, so the whole thing was because he used to say, uh, an arrow in your eye. Instead, he should have said, Hashem should get you, just like the Pasuk and Zechariah. Okay, so that's that's what happened to Plimov. Chia Barashi have a ragil called Eden of a nafilape. Every time he does it in the filatapayim, have a amar rachaman yatzileinu miyetsara. Hashem should save us from the yetsara. Mechad shmatinu devitu. One time his his wife heard this. Amra mechde hakamashani parish leminai. I've already had that relationship with him for several years. My time a kamarachi. Why is he saying this? Mechad have a kagaris paginte. He was sitting and learning in the garden. Kashta nafsha, so she dressed up and she looked like somebody else, very beautiful one. Chalfa v'tanya kame, she walked in front of him a few times. Amrala manat, he said to her, "Who are you?" Amra ana charuta dehadre mioma. Um, she said um, that uh, I'm charuta, right? That's her name, and I've just returned today, just here. Tava, he said, "Let's have relations." Amrale aiti nialai lahach rumana deresh tsutzita. So she said to him, uh, go bring me uh, that pomegranate from the big tree. And he jumped up and got it. In other words, that was his great desire. He saw this woman. It was not his wife. And he already had been very ascetic with his wife. He, uh, he jumped up. Um, uh, sorry. When he came into the house, his uh, wife was preparing the oven. He went and sat in it. Amarle Maihai, what's that? Amarla He told her the story. He was tempted by this other woman. He went into the oven. Amarle Anahavai. She said it was me. He didn't believe her. She brought him Simonim. So, so that was the clothes she wore, etc. It doesn't matter. I was intending to do an Easter, even though it wasn't really. He fasted his whole life. He died from that. The Tanya, what's it based on? The Torah says that if the man repudiates the neder that a wife takes, Hashem will forgive her. What does that mean? A woman took a neder, let's say Nazir. The husband heard about it, repudiated it, but she didn't know. And then she started violating her Nazirut that she thought was still active. Alright, so in other words, we're talking about a woman who needs kapara even though she didn't technically uh, violate, um, but nonetheless, uh, she thought she was violating, so she needs kapara. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, uh, he would cry when he got to this puzzle. Think about this. A guy wants to eat chazer. And by accident, he got kosher meat. He still needs kapara, like this woman who thought she was violating the zirut. Somebody who intends to eat treif and does eat chazer, certainly needs kapara. Mary, you have find the same thing when it comes to a shvua. If a person violates a a um, a um, uh, a uh, let's say um, a chait b'shogeg, he doesn't know about it. 
So Pasuk he would cry when he heard this. A guy wants to eat kosher food, and by accident he got chelav. No, this completes this, the other side of the previous drasha, and the Torah says even though you didn't intend to, you still need a kapara. Somebody who intends to eat non-kosher and indeed does, how much more so needs kapara. Means, What's the um, uh, what's the uh, what's the drasha that this is something that all people should weep about is the fact that is like an otarikun Everybody should weep about the fact that even when you do averot uh, inadvertently, there still is a need for kapara. Okay, we'll pause at this point. The next podcast will be our final podcast of Masachet Kiddushin. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.